Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. December 10th, Francis Schaeffer. On this date, in 1930, Schaeffer pledged to give his life for God's service. Eighteen years later, Schaeffer and his family became missionaries to Switzerland. Within seven years, he established Labrie, a spiritual community which attracted thousands of followers in the following years. At first, the Schaeffers opened their home to visitors who wanted to talk about Jesus and philosophy. Visitors were called students, and they spent anywhere from a day to several months at Labrie. Soon, more houses opened in the area, and the Schaefers took on a staff who were available to talk with visitors. After study time, students helped with cooking, cleaning, and household maintenance, based on Schaefer's belief that Christianity took in the whole of life. Schaefer also wrote at least 39 books. His book, How Should We Then Live, was so well-received, a documentary film series based on the book was produced and the book served as the basis for 10 major films. To reach the stubborn, speak the language of perseverance. All right, the bully told a still bleeding Francis Schaefer, but only if you'll carry me. Schaefer had not expected to hear that. Moments earlier, the tall bully had thrown a can of talcum powder into Schaefer's face. The can clipped him above the eye and blood dripped down his brow. The dispute wasn't over a girl, money, or even pride. It was over a prayer meeting. Schaefer, then a 20-something college freshman, had repeatedly invited the student to attend the meeting in his dorm. The young man, agitated at Schaefer's persistence, finally snapped. He did not want to go. He did not want to pray. He did not want religion. Perhaps Schaefer should have expected it, or even ducked. The college was a mixture of sinners and saints. Some of the young men wanted to live a life of constant partying. Others, like Schaefer, wanted to spread the gospel. Confrontation was bound to happen. Given Schaefer's perseverance, it was a matter of how soon and how forceful. Schaefer's dorm was infamous and had a reputation for mischief. Students brought rifles to their building and tucked them away in corners. They would use them to kill mice and to shoot out the light bulbs in the stairwell, just for fun. The guys went out on Saturday nights and stumbled back after midnight, drunk and undeterred by the prohibition laws and college rules. They also relentlessly hazed the freshmen. If the freshmen disobeyed an upperclassman's orders, they got spanked with a stick or a paddle. Ministerial students like Schaefer received the harshest treatment. He endured the beatings for a few weeks, but then he broke the code by fighting back and pinning his tormentor to the ground. The hazing stopped. Professors rarely stepped foot into that dorm. Pre-Schaefer, the Student Christian Association also wanted nothing to do with the dorm, and they organized prayer meetings in every dorm except that one. And then... Schaefer arrived. He was courageous and daring and even a little reckless. A year earlier, he had pledged his life to serve God. 
He wanted to see men transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ, no matter the cost. Even if his boldness for Christ resulted in insults, even if it resulted in pain, even if it resulted in a talcum powder can becoming a projectile to the head. After he was hit, Schaefer didn't punch the other man. At five feet six to the bully six feet two, that was a sound decision. Instead, Schaefer did the unthinkable. He repeated the invitation. That's when the bully agreed to attend if Schaefer would carry him. Perhaps he thought Schaefer was too weak. Maybe he figured Schaefer wouldn't even try. But Schaefer, still bleeding, used the same technique firemen still use today. He bent down, lifted the tall guy over his shoulders and upper back, and Schaefer stood upright. He navigated precariously down the dark stairwell into the meeting room, where he dropped the guy into an empty, awaiting chair. Schaefer, persistent and patient, had won. We are told in 1 Corinthians 16, 13, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. At times, do you feel like you're the only one among family, friends, or coworkers standing for Christ? How should you be prepared to respond when others challenge, ignore, or even mock you for your beliefs? To reach the stubborn, speak the language of perseverance. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.